everybody. Welcome to another episode of Becoming a New with Rakim Summers. That's me, your host, the podcast host. Um, this is only the second episode we're doing. This is the first episode of a series. I still have yet to name this series. So whenever this podcast drops, whenever this series drops and the name is out, um, that's what it will be named. This, this series is going to be called Fatherhood and Something. I didn't figure out the second word to it. Um, I wanted to do fatherhood and fuck shit because sentence enhancers are one of my things, but we shall see what I decide to do. Um, but on this episode, um, this is the first, very first season opener or series opening episode. Um, we're going to have my brother, um, who is also another father, on the podcast. We're going to just get to wrap it up, talk about um, our different experiences as a fatherhood and 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 what made us this way and and our, our experiences so far. Um, but I'm going to get him on the show. We're going to talk. We're going to chop it up. Um, it should be fun. It should be a great conversation. Um, it's my big brother. Um, beware. Sentence enhancers are coming. Um, I will let him know he is allowed to use them as much as possible because I allow people to be real, raw, and authentic in who they really are and be your true self. Um, be the best you that you can be and try to be better than that. So without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Yo. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's up, man? What's going on? Shit. Finally got the young boy to sleep. Right, 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 right. I figured that's what was going on. The <laughs> <laughs> struggle. None of that. Like. The struggle. Oh. You know, he he was. He took the bath, took him out the bath. He still was screaming. I'm like, come on, man. But I think he was like more inclined because he was playing with his boys in the tub. He thought he was about to spend his rest of his life in there. He said, like, oh, it's party time. Yeah, he thought he was about to turn to Aquaman or something. I'm like, nope. <laughs> time to turn down. Yeah, it's time to wind down. Yeah, I knew he was sleepy because I'm like, came in at the cleanup and doing laundry, trying to do everything and get him down at the same time. But the whole time, he like, no, pick me up. Yeah, pick me up so I can fall asleep on you. Pick me up. That's all, you know. All right. So I was already saying, and I already was talking about it, like essentially on the podcast in the first segment, like the intro part. Um, like this is still the beginning stages. I'm not, you know what I mean? This ain't going to be perfect. It ain't going to be flawless. I'm more so looking forward to be like just open conversation. Or. And, uh, I've already explained to people, although my podcast is called Becoming a New, and you know what I mean, my journey on becoming a new man and becoming a better man, that uh, we do use sentence enhancers or cuss words, whatever you want to call it. Like, so we're going to be authentically whoever we oh, are. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be better, so we're going to work on it. <laughs> we're going to work on it, but but you know what I mean? It happens. Sometimes it, it comes up. So It's, it's, it's called expressing oneself. Right, exactly. Sometimes, you know, that's the only word that's going to fit, that's going to be that you ain't need no context clues. You're going to understand the sense completely, basically. Right. Um, but basically, what, I, um, what I'm doing with this segment or with this series, I'm still working on the name of it. Um, it's going to be called Fatherhood and something. I still haven't figured out what I want to call it, fatherhood and whatever. But just talking to different dads that I know, because I know a lot of different uh, guys that are dads that are, uh, you know, a lot of different men that are dads between you, my coworkers, you know, Kwani. Um, Kwani got kids? Kwani got a son. Oh. So just that we all had, they like the we same all have life. kids, but we've all been like raised differently. Or, um, we've all had different experiences in life and we all have different 
um, like the way we are with our kids and the way we are with, you know what I mean, whether it's our wife or our kids' mothers or whoever it may be, we all have different situations um, to an extent. You never know who's, you know what I mean, who's married, who's not, how, whatever it may be, but we're all, at the end of the day, we're still fathers. Yes, we sir. still beat that stereotype of as a black male or as a male who just walked out on their kid and wasn't there no more. You know what I mean? And I think I just more so wanted to talk about, um, you know what I mean? Just what, what, not so much as like what we deal with, but just, just the different experiences as a father, um, that thing, you know what I mean? Some people that, that we can relate to that some people can't relate to, um, just your experiences and what you've learned so far, because EJ is now what? One, two, one, uh, not two one. yet. Yo, slow down. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> this turn one in February. Right. So he's now he's now he's one. Slow rolling. He's he's slowly yeah, he's slow yeah, rolling. Because when Ayla came out, I swear she turned five in no time. Yo, she definitely Ooh. five about to be. Yeah, she definitely but I, about but I be I be having to remind myself. But that yeah, she's not, just, she not right, nineteen. Definitely, yeah, she about to be five. Like and she talk like she about to be twenty. She called me earlier. She called me yesterday and was like, Dad, can you download Skype? I was like, why would I download Skype? I have an iPhone. I can, she was like, because I don't have an iPhone. You know what? You're it's, right. It's for a tablet. Yeah, it's for a tablet. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'll download Skype so I can talk to you on your tablet. I ain't even get to do it yet. I'm going to do it. I got to delete some stuff off my phone. But yeah, she's definitely five and not 15 or 20. Like, right. We should have a whole conversation with you. But I just wanted to, I mean, first figure out, like, I guess, you look, you, you one year in now. Like, what do you, like, from your experience, what have you like? What have your experiences been like? What have like you know what I mean? The ups and downs, the the different thoughts on it. Like, what initially? What was your thought when you when he was here? When he got here, what was your, like initial thought? Um, finally, honestly, because you know, like many other men out here, you know, <laughs> we'd have been in the streets a little bit and this and that or whatever, whatever, and. You know, I could have had a child at an earlier age and, you know, the universe for whatever matter was like, it ain't time. You right. know what I'm saying? And I had to realize later on to be fine with that because fact is I was only 16. So, right. you know, I'm 30 now. That means I would have essentially had like a 14 year old. Right. My life would have went in a whole other direction. You know what I'm saying? Like the man I am now could have deeply been impacted by that and I could have been something else. Who's saying, you know, I would have been as good as a father as I am now or as ready. And then even now where I thought I was ready, I'm still finding at certain points. Although I'm ready, you're never going to be prepared enough because you never know what's going to happen. But essentially... Right. I, I think that's the biggest thing for me, not to cut you off, but I think that's the biggest thing that it took for me. And even with, with talking to Steve, when he when Ayla was about to be born, he was like, you ready? And I was like, I was like, I'm ready. I know there's no such thing as ever being ready because... Is, this is no, a, it is being ready. It, it, yeah, you can be ready, but I'm like, never going to be prepared for everything. Exactly. You know I'm like, like, there's, there's no a, way. A, you, can, you can have shit tons of money. You know what I'm saying? And I've learned that from talking to guys who, you know, even when I was working with the cleaning business manager, you know, meeting people and networking and dudes who working around these million dollar companies and stuff like that telling me, listen, you know, it's not going to be enough that you just have money. Like, we've been out here working like crazy, and then you miss all the time with your kids and this and that, and the opportunities and experience, that's not enough. You right. know, no matter what you do, sometimes it's going to seem like it's not enough. It's not enough. But you have to learn for yourself to be able to say, you know what, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing everything I can. I'm pushing the hardest I can. I make sure I invest the energy, time with my child, 
and financially that I'm doing what I can to make sure that they have what's needed, not necessarily just what's wanted or what I want them to have, but essentially what's needed. Because the guy was like, listen, did all this stuff for my kid, paid for him to go to college, he didn't get no scholarship, did all that in the third, hooked him up with his great accounting job, then he bombed. And I'm sitting there like, man, you, you done bought your kid's first car, this, that, and the third. You know, I wish we grew up with those kind of luxuries or the ability to be able to sit back and not have to worry about the things that we did. Because I'm like, you know, essentially we could have grown in a different direction. We could have been stronger than we are. Not saying we're weak now. Because right. the experience we've been through, it made us strong. But it's like, yo, yo. But like you're saying, you, you can never be ready. But, or you can never be as prepared as you thought you was. Like, yeah, I feel like you can be ready, but it's it's a it's a constant learning experience. It's a well, well, I know I've been ready because a part of me was always like, you know, the family that we have, it's been siblings raising siblings. Right. You know what I'm saying? So with that being like that, I've always been like, yo, I can't wait to start my own family in a sense. Yeah. You know, and although I didn't see myself being with a partner or anything like that, I knew, all right, I'm about to turn 30. To becoming a different man than I was before, mm-hmm. you know, I know a lot more than I did know, and how to care for myself and for others and everything like that. I knew I just wanted this other piece, and I'm like, I wanted it for so long. I waited, you know. what I'm saying I've intentionally made sure that I didn't allow <laughs> myself to procreate unintentionally, you know. So I, I just made sure going into it, I had all nothing but good thoughts and good energy praying that, you know, that energy be transferred into this seed and come out to the world to be a blessing that he is. So when I seen him, <laughs> initially I was like, this is nasty. <laughs> what the hell? Just being right there in the delivery room and everything. And I was like, this is Hello. nasty in the way that it just was so damn dope. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, yo, like, 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 this is unbelievable. Like, like literally I got to experience the the ability that we have as humans to be godlike, you know, and the ability, the fact that we can create life and give life, you right. know. So I, I, I was overjoyed. I was like, finally, he's here. You know, I've been here through every step of it. I picked his name out, which I was happy about because I was like, listen, I, I didn't want to have to put him through what I went through of <laughs> walking in your father's footsteps or having your father's name in the beginning and things like right. that. So I was like, you know. You know, it it just, and now I'm just like, yo, what did I do? Say no. Right. <laughs> like, I, I, listen, it's still happy and it's still a blessing. And everything, but, but right, like, but it's still an experience whole, to be like, it's a whole different world. And he's going to, at the end of the day, have his own life to live. And now, right. now I'm realizing that part. Okay. Because I'm like, this is a whole other personality, whole individual. He has to grow into his own, whoever he's going to be. And it's going to be different stages of it. The same way we had to discover as we was growing and becoming this and that and that and that. Now I'm like, yo, I'm literally about to have to sit and watch this stuff happen. While Before I'm- your eyes. Right. Like now I understand when people used to say stuff like, yo, you're going to think I'm just saying this to say it, but I done been there already. <laughs> uh-huh. And they tell you like, don't, don't, don't rush to get to it. Don't yo, do it. Yo, like I, I was telling somebody the other day, I'm like, I I, like already. when I people used to that. say, don't rush to grow up, and we ain't listening. We rush to grow up anyway. And it was like, I wish I could have had a few more years of not having to do this or not having to, you know what I mean, worried about certain things. Like it's for real, but it's definitely. I feel like it's definitely like, uh, uh, like my biggest thing I learned was I was ready, but it was always a roll with the punches thing. I'm as ready as I can be at this point in time, and when the next the next thing comes, uh, whether it's 
potty training or 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 learning how to tie shoes or doing the alphabet or whatever it may be. Right. When that time comes, I'll be I'll be as ready as I can be for it and to set them up with that. You know what I mean? And there's gonna be a learning experience for both of us. The kid is learning and I'm learning how to move with the kid. Yeah. And I feel like it's 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 crazy. Like it's I feel like it's it definitely it's been crazy. Like having to watch him from out the womb to learning to crawl to that first time where he really was just sitting there on the bed, well, laying there. Uh-huh. And then nothing I know my man just sat up out of nowhere and pushed yourself straight up. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> right. See, like, hold on. Whoa. You're moving too fast for me. Like, this is, this is all a little too like, fast. I didn't, like, I didn't know you could do crazy. that. I was like, you can't just throw yourself up like that and sit up. You can't even hold yourself to crawl. <laughs> Listen, I got to realize, that, you know, the same way we did in growing up, it's, it's steps to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And as much as I might, like, even right now, I'm like, all right, he won. So, he very talkative, but, you know, he can't formulate words yet. Right. <laughs> but, man, he got a lot to say. He got I'm everything like, to say. I, I got to remind myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, the only way that he's going to get there is to be taught. You right. Know, the same way we had to learn things. Yeah, through life, you're either going to learn on your own or you're going to see somebody, you're going to follow their instruction, you're going to follow what they do, you're going to imitate what they said, you're going to imitate their actions. And that's how children learn. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's constantly, when I had time with him, reminding myself, like, we go crazy saying ABCs. You know, those little fundamental yeah. things. Then I'm singing other little nursery rhymes. Then I'm sitting here, listen, I find myself watching more kids shows than I ever did before. Than ever and before, I'm like, Yo, my brain is turning to mush. I was you know walking down the street with Ayla naming all the Paw Patrol characters out there, bro. Like, it, legit. It, it, and she's it like, fun. And she was like, cool. and you forgot about Sky. And the one that I was like, so and I straight was like, I said, I was like, Ella, what's the name of the one that flies in the sky? And she was like, Sky. And I'm like, no, the one that flies. She's like, her name is. I'm like, all right, you know what? That would make sense. Her name would be Sky because she flies. Like, like, <laughs> that, but was legit having that, an in-depth conversation about Paw Patrol. Is. Like, listen, man. And it's those moments that I feel like those moments are something that you can't that you can't recreate. Those moments are authentic within themselves oh, and yes. like moments that I appreciate because it's like, I feel like uh, to an extent, like the, the time that you put in is more than anything, more than right. any, you know what I mean? As they say, money ain't going to do nothing. It's the Listen, time. That kid ain't going to remember that money. Ayla, go, Ayla will remember that time we skipped down the street and she had her unicorn shoes on more than she will. That time she did something in some Jordans, in Listen, my opinion. You know what I mean? And, like, and that's how I see it a lot because I'm like, Although I have some memories of our childhood and being around dad and things like that when I was younger. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not many. And I'm like, you know, who, you can't fault nobody for that and stuff like that. Because you're like, so much of what we did as kids, we end up forgetting. Right. I'm like, yo, I still have some memories that are very prominent and very strong. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, how come I can remember those moments but not the others? So I'm trying to make sure with me doing everything. That's why every time I got the kids or I'm taking them out every weekend or when I got him, I made sure every time I could got him. And it's nice outside. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go out. Not only I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna take my camera out, I'm gonna take some photos right. of him. You know what I'm saying? Because one is helping me work on my craft, but also it's different memories I can create. So I'm saying, right. All right and another thing, a thing I picked up on is, um, I forgot what I read it on or what I did it on is, um, I'm creating their emails now. Right. And when a moment or something happens that's like monumental or something writing down how you feel about that moment to them in the email. And then when they get older, you get them that, give them their email. It's with their name and their password and they can, they'll get, you know what I mean? Oh, get the, the, I was like, that's a dope idea. So I'm definitely going to do that. 
Just write, make their emails with just their name, and as they get when they get old enough, that, eighteen yo, or whatever awesome. age. Listen, prayerfully, when they get older, we still got the internet, and it's not something else. Right, and it's not let's, something. Let's, like... Listen, my man, let's be real. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. only twenty nineteen, and about twenty years ago, the internet was not popping like exactly. This. And we I was just talking to one of my friends yesterday, media. and was like, "We didn't." I was like, first of all, you don't even check your email. Like, it don't even really like you got. I, I don't understand how you got sixty thousand unread emails. Who you? But clearly, no. This was one of my friends. I'm like, oh, but I'm clearly not... you don't. Clearly, you don't check your email. It's not a use to you. She's like, I don't even know why I have an email. All right, yeah, that makes sense. I see. Some people, just, it may not be around. You're right. Like, you know, it, it, it may not be like that no more. It, it right. might be the done-done because so many people, like you said, you know, but, but with any avenue they can, it's the same way people, you get junk mail. You know what I'm saying? Even when you don't yeah. sign up, stuff is going to happen. So it's it's going, gonna, they're going to get the mail about it. It's going to happen with the email. Ain't no way getting away from it. Right. But listen, they might be in the next 10, 15 years, and then that be done with. It's something new. Right. Know? So, But we're going to see. Right. So let me ask you this, right? Because I was talking yesterday with one of my friends, and we was talking about um, the the as as a parent, who you who you bring your kids around, right? And I was talking, I, and I was straight like, listen, I, I'm a man, two girls, two girls, which is, first of all, blows me. I have two girls. I have three, but right. two. And it's like, it blows me because it's like, and I should I said, friend, foe, or, or family, I have to be aware of who I have around my kids, both as a right. male and as a female. I said, friend or family or foe, as a male, I need that male to understand, I will kill you over my daughter, first oh, and goodness. foremost. That's first and foremost. Whether kill you, you bring know me back and kill you again. Exactly. Like, and that's no hard feelings towards anybody, but if you do something that harms my child, you got to go. That's Listen, first and foremost. But then personal. I was like, exactly. And I was like, but I said, it's a big thing about who I have around my kid and who my kid sees because I've, I've grown to understand the fact of, first of all, with, my, with, with, with a girl watching me, it goes, I'm going to, she's going to fall in love with somebody who treats her the way her dad treats her. She, yep, she so she's going to fall with someone like me, first and foremost. Which or or the people I'm around because I'm not gonna you know what I mean? Oh, my dad hung around people like this, this type of and the, and I like the way they treated the woman. So then it becomes the way they treated their woman. So now it becomes any woman that's around my child that may be around my child. What you know what I mean? What do you give off? Because it goes well. If I'm looking for somebody like my dad, I got to be like the woman my dad liked. Right. And it's like you have you know what I mean? Like you have to pick and choose wisely as far as what adults you have around your children or what, what people you have around your children in general. And don't get me wrong. It's the way the world is the way the world, there's going to be negative. Always. You can't, you can choose who you bring around your kids, but you can't choose what your kid sees all the time. You can't completely shout to them and say, right. All but right, you, but the, you can limit those encounters. You, you can limit those encounters, but let's be real. You know what I mean? There's, there's public transportation. There's certain things that you see or you're out and you're doing something. Even if you're out at a concert or at the market or something, there can always be something happening. And you can, you know what I mean? You can always grab the kid and go, come on, that, you know what I mean? That doesn't concern you. Right. This is, you know what I mean? And, and carry on about your way. But you know what I mean? Certain things they will see. And I think that's when it comes into play that you have to, um, as an adult, talk to the child and say, well, this is what that is, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And go on about that. Um, but my biggest thing was like, how do you, do you feel that's changed? Um, like that with EJ being around has changed to an not extent to the people you hang around, but the people 
you hang to an extent, like kind of the people you hang around and how often you hang around them and what, you know what I mean, what he well, sees or... I honestly, I already knew I was going to limit, one, how much I put myself out there in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think of how much of what you're welcoming in. Mm-hmm. Because whatever, like you said, whatever you welcome into your circle, in a sense, your child's going to be exposed to it. Like, what you allow yourself into your circle, it becomes a part of you as well. Exactly. Like, you're dealing with certain characteristics, certain actions, sometimes they carry over and you might not notice it, but then it ends up carrying over into you being around your child or something your child sees unintentionally. So, honestly, you know, right from the beginning, when I knew I was going to have a son, I removed myself from social media like that because I didn't like the stuff that I was taking in and how I was seeing it and everything else. And I, I thought it was all cool in the beginning, but then I had to realize certain things, <laughs> certain pages, like like how you used to get up and do your thing in the morning. I do my morning rant, used to talk to my people, but then I right. look, look at myself sometimes and go, dang, my feet got half these naked people on hands and half of this and half of that and half right. of this. You know what I'm saying? Um, so then once I removed myself from that, I said, okay, well, the only thing I really do have is physical interaction with people. So then I had to think in terms of that and stuff like that because like you said, yo, now I'm not raising a daughter. You know what I'm saying? But you know, right. I'm crazy about my niece. So right. with me having a son now, I'm like, one, I really have to think about every action that I, I, I'm having and things like that. And then the other thing is, you know, everybody's not going to have the same mindset I have about raising a child or even with me raising a boy. And I'm like, you know, uh, us being raised in the past, I don't feel like we were always raised properly. Right. Uh, for instance, you have, this is one, th- I keep telling everybody about this, and that was the thing about going to school for psychology. I don't feel like people are always raising their children correctly. Like I said, oh, I think me and you might have had the conversation before, and I was explaining you can have a boy and a girl both the same age, right? And, right? and they're about three years old, but instead of you teaching them the same thing, you sitting there instantly saying to your boy, no, you're a boy, you gotta be tough. Right. Instead yeah, yeah, of yeah. letting him be a three-year-old child. Right. And that's not fair, because then they instantly stifle their child, and they don't allow them to experience things emotionally. Right, and to an extent, you, exactly. I my job about that, and she was like, look, I've never seen my dad show emotion. My dad don't cry, this, that, and the third. And that's how my husband is right now. And that's how I'm going to raise my son. And I said, look, that's fine. That's fine. And that's your you choice. But but they was raised in a different kind of community. Their father was there. And that's why I explained to him. Your dad was there. You know what I'm saying? Growing up, I had my dad for a little bit, but I had a very dysfunctional dad. I grew up in a very dysfunctional household. And, and a lot of stuff that I experienced was a result of me having a father who didn't know how to express himself and his emotions. Exactly. So instead of him expressing his emotions and stuff, y'all telling these men or these young boys at an early age when they're feeling hurt or they're feeling this type of way, toughen up, that becomes kind of abusive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, when they end up putting that energy out, like, you know, we got the father that we had, you know what I'm saying? But he get upset, he start feeling hurt. First thing he want to do is thrash. Yeah, immediately. That's the like first that. thing he want to do because he doesn't understand how to. He didn't. He was. He didn't. He wasn't raised. You know what I mean? Or didn't learn how to express his emotions, or that a man can have emotions or can be uh, an emotional person right, that you so, can have feelings. Listen, he can have all the feelings in the world and be able to express himself and still be the most masculine thing ever. So exactly, I'm just trying to remember now not to repress my child and allow him to be who he is, so he can find out who he is as a young male, as a young boy. Right. He got to be a boy before he becomes a young man. Then go from young man to being an adult male, right. young male, and so forth and so forth. But at the same time, like yo, now, now, <laughs> sometimes he should be crying just to be crying. <laughs> right? Yeah, of course. That's you know, that's what they do. Like, they go cut that out. You know what I'm right. saying? 
But I'm not sitting there saying, yo, your boy, tough enough, stop that. Right, stop And I know people who got child same age that got right now, and they're doing that. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, like, I'm thinking about stuff, and I'm like, the way people raise their child is differently. Like, granted, our bloodline, we got big men in our family. You know what I'm saying? So, you can look at my son, you know right now. We got a little one-year-old. He was three feet tall. My man is crazy. Right. Listen. I don't want to just have to worry about meal ticket, like that kind of mindset. Oh, he got to play some kind of sports, stuff like that. Right. I could teach him to play sports and teach him to be athletic. He'll have passion for it. He'll have passion for it. Exactly. 100%. It's more of that academic side where it's like, listen, I wish I had the ability to have been like this myself. You want, you want, exactly. But you invest in more time and making sure, yo, you studying right. Come on, let me help you learn better study habits. Right. Let me help you make sure you're getting this work done. Come on, let me help you make sure you got this, 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 this. Right. So when it came time, we could have got those scholarships and went to school. Right. And I, I, I think that's crazy be, because oh, so, he got to get an academic scholarship so he can go to college and pay for school. No, I want them to legit say, yo, your son got that 4.0 GPA. He didn't had it since this, this and this. We give him a free ride to college. Then he get to college and say, yo, you know what? I think I do want to play some sports. You know what? Right. I, I think instead of me just playing sports. I'm going to figure out about coaching the team and stuff like that, be assistant coach. Right. Doing this and exactly. That. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, in the long run, those guys still end up suffering injuries or end up having this kind of that and this and that and that. And let's be realistic, the chance of people going to play professional sports and being that, you know, a very slim. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's real. guys out here, I mean, great ball players, young dudes in the neighborhood, this and the third, but they can't make it. They can't make it. Yo, but there's so I, many I, dudes shooting for that shot, that shine. Listen, I don't want to even put that kind of pressure on my son. I say, listen. Exactly. I'm not that. putting that pressure and on you. That's what you want to do. Even when you end up making this money or we got these celebrities, they hold these people at such high standards and they forget they're still regular people too. Right. So then when they make these mistakes, everybody looking at it like, yo, you make millions of dollars. Duh, 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 duh. Listen, he's a regular person. Right. He's a regular person. Let's think about all at the end athletes. of the day, you are a human being. Period. These dudes playing football and stuff like that. Then in the long run, they dealing with issues because they having concussions and all kinds of everything else. In the long run, you know they were talking about the different athletes who end up committing suicide, like a lot of football players later on in life and stuff like that because they didn't deal with all these concussions and this that. I read something. I was like, yo, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like I, I would never want that to have to be my child. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you want to play football? We're gonna get out here. We're gonna do it. I'm gonna teach you to be efficient. Teach you how to do it. You gonna be good. We're gonna go ham. But at the same time, listen. Let's make sure we hit these books hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen. You can always learn to be smarter. You can always be better. You can be smarter than having to just play sports. You athletic like that, you are gonna get it. But I'm definitely. <laughs> back to what you were saying. It's always about who I'm bringing them around. You know what I'm saying? So going into it, I was like, all right, well, I was dating somebody. I'm still with the young lady, you know, and I know exactly what I want, <laughs> you know. So outside of me having him around her, I don't really have him around nobody except for his goddads. But even my friends, I've limited, like I said, my social interaction because I had to realize for myself, I didn't always have the best of friends around. You know what I'm saying? You had good people around me, had people in my circle, but they weren't helping me to excel to the level that I need to be at. So I'm like, in a sense, I'm like, all right, well, I don't know how to expect y'all to be able to help me help my son. You know, so a, a lot of it just, when I have my time with him, it's just me and him. I shut everybody else out. I shut everything else out. Aside from me bringing around a couple family members, listen, I, I really don't care to interact with nobody. 
don't care how nobody feel about it because I'm like, listen, when I have him with me, I got to make sure I'm putting the best energy I can into him so that he can get the best energy out later on. So it, you always got to be mindful of that. But like you said, yo, you can't affect the things that they end up seeing all the time. So when you do have control over it and you have it in a controlled environment, you do have control in a controlled space. It's to make sure that you are always in that sense of, like, even when you're here watching TV, I'm like, yo, I got to make sure what I'm watching, <laughs> make sure what I'm listening to, different kind of music, stuff like that. He ain't catching wind of, because he already was out here, like, you know, little kids pick up certain words. My man loved to say shit here and there. So, you still on? I don't even hear you no more. Years up. Well, I don't know what happened to you. Did you step out? You gonna play some music for the people? Well, I guess we're having some technical problems. All right, my guy, are we back? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it was clearly having some technical difficulties. I had to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I see what's going on. Whenever a message comes through, it, like, cut my sound out for some reason. Ah. I, I could hear everything you were saying. I was even over here responding to anything. Right? First of all, why you just send me, like, nine more text messages up I'll come join? <laughs> it was an accident, you know? He was like, yo. We're we, we working through the kinks, people. We're working through the kinks. We're getting there. <laughs> we, we getting there. We getting there. But, no, uh, definitely, like, you're saying about like you know what I mean who you have the kid around definitely like I definitely learned that a lot and learned um you know what I mean that it's also about not only about who you have your kid around but who you're around like you said because that energy rubs off on you and it rubs off you know what I mean and then you rub that off on your child um to touch on a few things you were saying um what do was uh it was a few things what's going on out there whatever it's none of my business um <laughs> <laughs> For real, I can hear people outside and stuff doing stuff. But no, to touch on a few things, um, I think like you said, as far as like sports and stuff, or like you know what I mean, like you said, we 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 built that way. We're we're built to an extent like husky and big and tall and lanky and stuff right, like that. We all athletic prone. Like that, you know, some people don't have it in their genetics. Like, we not, like you said, I'm not pushing that. If that's if that's what you want to do, by all means. Oh that's yeah, then cool. we go on there. Right then, then by all means, let's do it. But I and, I, and I, I appreciate you, bro, because when I had, when I, I was doing the, remember I was trying to do the NCAA eligible for college, and I was doing that. And he was like, "All right, well, you already got the sports stuff. We can do. The, we can try to get you a video and stuff. But we got to make sure the grades is right. That was the number one thing. We had to make sure 
that was up to par before anything because you can't just be Yo, you these, don't want to just rely on that. You, you don't know? just want to be one of these two Yo, athletes. You got crazy. plenty of people that, that went into the NBA and the NFL and all this and they ain't know nothing. So that's how they right. get, got over on because then you're dealing with these people. You don't know nothing about your percentages and everything else. Nothing. They got you signing these contracts, signing this paperwork. Y'all can't read. Y'all and can't write. They both uh, NFL players after three years after retirement are broke. Right. Bankrupt. Done because they didn't know anything. They don't know nothing about making good investments. They spent exactly. all this money before they got it. Mm-hmm. And I and I watch like you know I watch all, like recently I just watched the recent the new season uh Last Chance You on Netflix with the you know what I mean the kids trying to make it their last chance to make oh, it yo, the deeper scholarship and stuff like and it's crazy to see you know what I mean all of them are so such good athletes but. Meant like educational wise, they they're not there at all. Like, right? They're completely felling, barely know English, barely know certain stuff, and it's like, I want to make sure my kids have that. You know what I mean? As well as whatever else. Just like mommy made sure we was book smart. She also made sure we was street smart, and we made sure right. we had common sense. Period. You know? What period. I mean? You you gonna you you ain't gonna be out here acting like you ain't got no damn sense. Period. That's the number one thing. You ain't gonna never be out here embarrassing me like you ain't got no sense because first of all you never knew who mommy knew out in the streets. You never out here acting a fool, and you gonna. Yo, you just cut out again, ladies and gentlemen. We're experiencing technical difficulties, but it's all good. Yo, <laughs> we better. We are. <laughs> we good. Uh, this is the this is the last time because we're gonna wrap this up in a little bit. Okay. But that was I had the phone on the not stirred, and still the FaceTime was able to come through, and my wife drunken FaceTime me. So, oh shoot, yeah, that was good. a drunken FaceTime. Drunken FaceTime. She said I wanted to make sure. You oh, got the, listen, listen. The drunken FaceTime. <laughs> he woke up and I wasn't right there. That's the, that's the, all right, come on. come on. I know you left your bottle. All right, come on. Huh. We good. <laughs> come on. You know, he he wakes up and come walking right out the room. Yeah, he man. Yeah, yeah, you on the podcast? Yeah. All right, come on. They hear you, EJ. They hear you. They hear right. you, little. Say, give him a shout out. Who you want to shout out? Say, shout out to my daddy. There you go. My Faja. Lay right back down. (laughs) About to be out. Right. Be right back to sleep. Yo, that's all he needed. Like, let me come out here and see what's going on. Right. See where he at. Let me yell for him. Listen, my man wakes up and just instantly walks from wherever he at. He don't care. Yep. He was just walking with his eyes closed, coming down the hallway. (laughs) That's what, like, I heard him. 
I heard his feet hit the floor first. So I know he just right. like, heard him get off the bed. Yo, he gets right up and be like, no, guys. And I tried to have him station. I put his bottle right there next to it. So I was like, he wake up normally, he grab that jaw, take oh, a couple was... sips. He wasn't trying to have none of that. Like, no, um, I think my last thing was like, do you, uh, so you, first of all, you've always been, uh, um, you know what I mean? A, a great male role model, a great person, a great, you know what I mean? A, a more so positive person than, than anyone. Do you feel like, um, I mean, we can always change for the better. Do you feel like having him has changed you for the better, um, in a more extensive way than, you know what I mean? Cause you were always, you know what I mean? The more optimistic person. Yo, honestly. Yeah. Like, all right. So let's be real. I was out here smoking weed, like a, a roster. Right. <laughs> I was telling people like you quit cold turkey. Yo, I was out here smoking tree and stuff like a roster. You know, I had been in some trouble before. Like, uh, listen, I was on probation for 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I had to finish paying my restitution right before that. I had an issue. My license got suspended. And so I knew I was playing to him. And I said, yo, before I allow my son to come into this world, and I still got a little bit of fuckery going on, excuse me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I want to get a hold on it all. So I went and did what I need to do, handled my restitution stuff, got my probation and stuff cleared. Like, that, that's not showing up with my jaw. Oh, I went and had everything I need to do for my license. Uh, now smoking, I didn't just quit right away. You know, right. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, you know, got other situations that had been going in my life, and it became a, a kind of crutch for me. And listen, smoking is not the worst thing that people out here doing. You know, I don't frown upon it and stuff like that. But right. I've always said for myself that I knew I would get to a point where I wasn't going to just be smoking tree like that no more because it's not something that I always just wanted to keep doing. You know. Um, it, it still is a luxury to people in life and stuff like that, but I ain't one of these young boys. I ain't from the era of all we had is loud. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't right. a lot of y'all. I was out here at the Reggie Bull back in the day, smoking on deck. You know, <laughs> and, and, and then you know when times change, the price change, and everything else. And I'm like, yo, I roll with the times, but at the same time, I'm like, listen, I know I'm about to have a child, and I got to spend my money more efficiently. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I got things that I want to do in my life. I know I got places I want to go. I know I got levels I want to get to. You know, what's next for me so that I can also think about setting the way for him? You know what I'm saying? That's like, all right, we were just sitting there talking about him and how I want him to make sure he's academically, you know, progressing through life and stuff like that and helping him focus on his scholastics. Listen, I had to say to myself, yo, I got nieces and nephews out here. I'm like, yo, Destin about to be 10. I'm like, yo, I can't turn around and let him finish school before I do and then have a degree. So I just had to tell myself the other day, you know, I went through everything. I re-enrolled in school. I'm like, all right, listen, I need to be smart about what I want to do, be realistic about it. And I got things in, 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 in places that I'm curious about going in life and areas of study and stuff like that. So, you know, I re-enrolled in school for the fall semester. I was like, all right, every time I've approached it before, I've tried to go to school full-time and still work full-time, which wasn't managing. And now I got a child. I can't do that again. So I'm trying to figure out how to more efficiently do it and get to that point. So what I do, all right, I'm going to enroll part-time because I'm still going to get it done. You know right. what I'm saying? And then one of the classes I'm taking is in school on campus, but it's on the campus that's closer to here instead of be going to the main campus. So I ain't even got to go far from home. And then the other class I'm taking is online. 
I'm like, yo, I'm not about to kill myself. You know what I'm saying? I want to get what I want to get done. I want to make sure I get it done as thorough as I can, you know, as timely as I can. Because, honestly, I'm, I want to go to med school. So I'm like, yo, I know I'm looking at another 12 years of possible studies, 14 years. So I'm like, all right, I'm 30. I'll be a doctor like 44. If I'm really killing it, I can get it done sooner than that. You know what right. I'm saying? And it's like, yo, I still want to prove and be able to show my son, yo, you can do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I want for them to really understand that. So I'm like, all right, listen, I left a job I've been at for the last 10 years because I was comfortable. And at certain points, I was making good money. But there's also been certain points where I wasn't making good money. You know, I sacrificed a lot. I wasn't having vacations. I wasn't having days off. I wasn't having this and that, you know, because the structure wasn't there. So I opted out of the job that I have been accustomed to, you know, where sometimes, listen, sometimes I might have got a check and it might have been nice. I might have did a little special job and made an extra three, four grand, you know what I'm saying, in a month, like it was nothing. Right. That, that started to become far and few in between. So I said, all right, well, I got to think next step for myself and to secure myself, you know, a better future and things like that. So now the job I wanted, I knew I had to quit smoking for, I stopped. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? And it's fact the matter. Listen, I know I'm an adult. I know I'm grown. And the only person that's going to stop me from having what I want to have in life is going to be me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have been through too many situations growing up, too many hardships. You know what I'm saying? Uh, me and Khalil always say, and we joke about it, but we like, yo, we got the life that people wrote about and write stories about and the books that they read about, about people growing up in the hood and this, that, and third. We were that family. Yeah, we could definitely sell our we, lives. We, was really, we was really that family. For pilots, you know? We was really that family. And I look at it and I go, all right, even for Khalil, like, yo, you know, his story is still different from ours. Although we kind of had the same upbringing, his story is still different because he went through things before we did and was dealing with that growing up in the 80s. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, he had his whole share of everything else. And my man just finished school, made sure he got a degree in accounting. So I'm like, exactly. that's the one thing I had to look at. And I was like, yo, he approached it at one point before from one angle. They had to go back and do it again and hit it again. So I'm like, listen, it's not over until you give up. You know what I'm saying? And, and I ain't about to give up. I ain't about that life. So I'm like, yo. But right. having, having him has definitely motivated me. To constantly sit there every time I wake up every morning, I'm like, what can I do to be more efficient? What can I do to be a better man? Because if I'm being a better man, then it's going to set a better example for him. Because exactly. I'm like, for us growing up, honestly, the only people, only person that I go by and say I had as a role model was Pop. Exactly. And, and I'm like, yo, that's generations removed. I'm looking at my great grandfather and looking at him, and he's been the ideal man that I wanted to be. And honestly, the man I wanted to be was some kind of mix between. Harold Summers and Khalil Muhammad. Right. So, so I'm like, yo, so so that's kind of what I've been grooming myself towards. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm at that point now. I'm at that point. Harold was the man who took care of family and this, that, and third, and Khalil was about his business. So I'm like, all right, listen, you got to understand that it done. I ain't never seen Khalil smoke or nothing like that. I done been out drunk with him. I done got some drinks. I done met all his collegiate friends. He didn't or <laughs> hit me up, asked me to come to these different kind of meetings because he's a member of the National Association for Black Accountants. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I done met some great people through him and still networking and handling business and still socializing, hung out and did other stuff. So I'm like, yo, I know where I want to be. I know what I need to do. And then every time I look at my son, like even now when he just got up and came out here, all right, listen, all he wanted to do was be close. Right. Look, <clears throat> snoring again. Right back to sleep. Yo, knocked out. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I just try to be aware of that sometimes. I'm like, all right, listen, it's a little thing that I got to do for him to make him comfortable. And at the same time, I could be sitting here doing my stuff. So right. I realized, like, that's even what I said about school. Listen, I know I might have to take some classes online. I'm ready to do that. So I can make sure, all right, well, I'm here. I need to spend time with him. I need to make sure, all right, get him ready for bed. He took his bath. He ate. He rested. Yeah. Listen, if I got to do my work when I'm sitting on my lap, then I'm going to do it like that. But I'm going right. to get it done. I'm going to get it done so when he getting up, I know, yo, I don't got to make no excuses for my son because I ain't make no excuses for myself. And I sit there and can tell him, listen, if I did it, you could do it. Right. If, I, if I did it, you can do it because we grew up in a household with parents that was addicted to drugs and dealt with all kinds of everything else. Right. I wanted to make sure and I promised to myself that I wouldn't be one of them kind of parents for my son. Regardless of what it was, I don't like to have no kind of. Right. I don't. I don't want to have no kind of dependency in life. I don't want to. Like I make jokes and tell people stuff. Like I used to say, people like yo, when you sleep? Because I was only sleeping like four hours a day and then still working like 12, 13 hours. And I tell people, yo, if you work twelve hours a day, you still want to live and have some kind of life. So yeah, you know I mean, all you need is four hours. Right. <laughs> like, like, when you really going to sleep? You need to sleep. I said no. Sleep making you weak. That's you. You you dependent on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I stopped smoking. Because honestly, it was like, yo, once I kept realizing for some days I was pissed off or had whatever kind of day, and I'm like, yo, the only thing I had to look forward to was smoking. And I was like, yo, that's not it. That's not it. That's can you hear me? Break your day. Because that same kind of energy, that same kind of excitement you can get from smoking, because all smoking do is boost your endorphins. You get a little extra shot or whatever, whatever. Listen, you can go outside and go for a quick mile, two mile run. You come back and be feeling higher than you ever felt. That's what I was making you realize I can quit smoking. I was smoking and then going and running and doing stu- shoot, doing grocery run and go smoke and then run that 10 miles like it was nothing. I was like, yo, <laughs> I don't know if I'm high from the weed or from the run, but I knew the run was a better yield, a better result. I feel like I was going to live better, live longer. Weed ain't going to kill you, but I just ain't need it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's about eliminating those dependencies so I can show my son later on. Look, you ain't got to depend on nothing but yourself. So, but ladies and gentlemen, we thank you guys for tuning in, listening to us once again. Well, us. <laughs> I just got here. <laughs> I, I feel like he's having technical difficulties again. So, prayerfully, we'll be with you guys another couple of days, a week or so, for another segment. Who knows what he's going to talk about next, but make sure you guys tune back in. Check us out. We out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to apologize. Um, This podcast was definitely um, chopped and screwed a little bit. A lot of um, interference on my end um, since I'm recording from the phone. Um, It was was going in and out. It's not the app's fault. It's my phone's fault, actually. I'm I'm running off an older phone. Next, I'm going to try to set this up through my laptop. Still using Anchor, but definitely through my laptop um but i apologize definitely was able to get some great conversation and some great insight from my brother definitely appreciate him for um taking the time out as you can see even in the midst of getting the boy to sleep and waking him up putting him back or him waking up and putting him back to sleep appreciate him for coming out um it's all love it's all respect i appreciate him i love him to death um and thank you for listening thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast um, I hope you were able to just get some insight on what we as fathers, what we as men um, generally deal with and talk about and go through um, and just our insight on things as men. 
Um, so yeah, I'm not we're not gonna I'm not gonna keep you that much longer. Thank you, thank you. I can never thank you enough. Um, hope you have a good day, great day. Have a blessed day or a good night, great night, blessed night. Um, and at the end of the day, I just want to inspire somebody to be the best you that you can be and then strive to be better than that each day. Um, thank you if you get a chance to subscribe, um, no matter what you're listening to on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, whatever you're on, hit that subscribe button. Um, tune in each week um, or whenever, uh, you know what I mean, whenever the podcast pops up, feel free to listen and join in. Um, if you have any topics or anything, questions you want to ask, feel free to pop in on the Anchor app. Um, send us a voice message. We'll be able to answer your questions here on the show. Um, thank you again. Love you. God bless.